Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Tonight, you guys are in for a treat. We are coming into Mother's Day weekend, and so we decided to do a mom power two by 15. Power mom, I don't know what we called it. But um, so you are gonna hear from two of our mighty moms from this house, and they both are um, directors on our teams. They both are um, incredible um, leaders and mamas, and, um, and well, actually, let me tell you who they are first, and then, and then we can cheer for them. And they're going to come up one after another. So first, coming up, we're going to have the amazing Elena Baker. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin said, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. And so Elena is a great executor. She gets everything done that is in her hand. She does it with excellence. She does it with a smile. She does it with joy, and she makes it look easy. And she and her husband, Stan, have six kids, between them and they are just going to rule the world because because there's nothing you guys can't do or the bakers can't tackle. So we just love you guys so much. And then after beautiful Lainey, we have beautiful Mercy Macon coming up to share. And it's just been so amazing to watch you, Mercy, from when you first walked into the doors of Awakened Church so many years ago, to watch you from then. And um, just not really, you know, Sure, if you wanted to be a part of us, to fully walking into what God has called you to do with confidence, authority, and, and now walking in your miracle season. So you guys are going to be blessed by what these ladies are going to share tonight. So let's give a warm welcome for Elena Baker. She comes to share the word tonight. Good evening, church. So good to be with you all tonight. Of course, uh, have a seat. Go ahead and take your seats. I want to honor our pastors. We love you guys. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, thank you for challenging us to grow and loving us through the process. <laughs> we love you guys. I want to honor Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne. We absolutely adore them. Um, we love you guys. Um, and you know what? I want to I wanna honor God. If it was not for God, I would not be up here tonight getting ready to brag on him. Let me tell you, he has brought freedom into my life. He has brought healing into my life. He has brought, I don't, oh, blessing, so much stuff. I love God so much. Let me tell you, he's amazing. And I want to share one of those testimonies with you tonight um, about when Ruby Baker was born. <laughs> My baby Ruby, she is um, about to be seven in July. But okay, so I want to tell you about um, when she was born. So I was about three days away from her due date. And I told Stan, hey, it's time to go. We got to go to the hospital. Um, my contractions were closer. So we went there. They hooked me up to the machines and they were watching everything. And they eventually came in and they told us, hey, like, we don't... Um, we don't, we don't really like the way her heartbeat is. Like, everything looks fine, but it's, there's just some things that were off, right? And I'm like, okay. 
you know, whatever. They're like, go ahead and um, come back. We're going to get you set up, and we're going to go ahead and have a baby. I was like, amen. That's what we came for, right? So we're back there, and we're laboring, and they came in eventually. It was a midwife, and for some reason, several of my pregnancies, I always had a whole bunch of students following the doctors around, right? So there's like all these students lined up behind her, and, huh? Oh, Navy medicine. That's right. Thank you, honey. Now I know. All right, and so she didn't even say hello. She just came in and say, well, baby's not perfect. We don't know what's going on, but we know something's not right. And then, like, she turned and she left, right? She went out with all her little students, like little ducklings falling around. And um, Stan, my amazing godly husband, looked me straight into the face and made sure he had my full attention. And he said to me, baby, our baby is perfect. Our baby is perfect. And um, our nurse, which my husband likes to call the CrossFit nurse, she had some, like, guns. Let me tell you. And she echoed, she echoed Stan. She's like, yeah, like, I've been doing this for years. I'm looking at all the numbers. Everything looks like it's going to be just completely fine. Don't stress. And so we were like, okay, fine. Like, I didn't really have time to think about it. So I'm like, contraction after contraction, you know, like, let's, let's go. Let's have this kid. So we, about five years, about five years, Lord Jesus, five hours, (laughs) five hours later, it was time for me to push, right? And this linebacker-size doctor named Dr. Lion came into the room. (laughs) Dr. Lion came into the room, right? And he's like, all right, let's go. Let's push, right? So I started pushing. And and, and Ruby's head popped out. And he goes, wait, stop. So I stopped, right? And it was just a a little bit of waiting, just a little bit of waiting. And he's like, all right, let's go again. Um, Well, actually, wait, I'm about to mess up something. So the reason why he told me to stop was because Ruby had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck twice. Um, So there there were some things that we were contending for, right? But he fixed it quickly, and then he said, push, and she came out, and I had a healthy baby in my arms, right? be honest with you, she was, she was a little blue when she came out. She was a little bit blue. They checked her over. They handed her to me. And I immediately latched her. And this little girl was going to town. She was eating like crazy, right? And then her color returned back to, like, that pinky red color, like, almost instantly, right? And so the, the doctors were, like, not the doctors, the nurses that were in there attending us, they were, like, kind of, like, marveling at this. I guess it is not normal for these situations for a baby to bounce back that quick and to latch and start eating. Like, so she was, like, doing things that they'd never, like, really seen before, that it wasn't common, right? So we know it was Jesus, right? God was with us, Right? So there were a few things through this testimony that I want to share with you tonight that um, I really think will empower us and help us along the way in our journeys, right? So my first, <clears throat> my first point for you tonight is what you come into agreement with, you give power to, right? All right, so I want to read 2 Timothy 1, 6, and 7. Um, I'm actually two different versions. So the first version I want to read to you tonight is NIV. And this is what it says. For this reason, I remind you to fan into into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and discipline. And then I really like the TPT, so I got to read that one too. All right. (laughs) And it says, 
I'm writing to encourage you, to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when, he, when I laid my hands upon you. For God will never give you the spirit of fear. God will never give you the spirit of fear. I'm gonna say it again. God will never give you the spirit of fear. But the Holy Spirit, he gives us the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power. He gives you love and self-control. All right, so when this, this midwife came in and she gave me a bad report, I had a choice to make, right? I had to choose. Am I gonna, was I going to fan the flame of fear? Was I gonna fan the flame of fear or was I gonna fan the flame of faith and stand in the Holy Spirit, right? And, um, you know, there's another, there's another scripture, especially Ephesians um, 6 and 16, which says, for God, oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Give me a second. I want to find it because I think it's important. Wait, I didn't do it here. Pause. Right here. All right. Stay with me. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're facing today. Right, But this one thing I do know and I urge you to do is to fan the flame that God's word, fan the flame of God's word inside of you. Fan the flame of faith and take up your shield of faith and quench every fiery dart that the devil tries to throw at you. That's Ephesians 6.16. Take up the shield of faith and, and, and fight against every lie of the enemy and you will extinguish every fiery flame that he throws at you. Now, I don't know what you're facing today, but I want to urge you and encourage you today not to fan the flame of fear, but to stand in faith, stand in faith, and pick up your shield of faith and, and, and allow God to do what he, what he wants to do in your life. He has good things for you. He has good things for you. He wants to heal your body. He wants to heal your mind. He wants to set you free from anything that's stopping you from the things that he has for you. All right? He wants us to step into our true identity that he has for us. He wants us to take, you know, he wants to bless us with jobs. He wants to bless us with, he wants to take us to places that we haven't been before that we couldn't do on our own because he's a good God and he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us, you guys. So stand in faith in God and believe and trust in him. All right. Now, if you are fighting something today or if you're struggling with fear, if you'll just raise your hand, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you today. I see you. Amen. Lord God, I thank you for every hand that is raised in this room, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you do not give us a spirit of fear. We bind the spirit of fear. We cast it off. We call it a liar in Jesus' name, Lord. And Lord, we stand in faith, Lord Jesus. We receive the Holy Spirit leading us, Lord God, in that power, the power that you have for us, Lord Jesus, and the love that you give us, Lord God, and Lord, in the self-control and the self-discipline that we are capable of walking in through you. In Jesus' name. All right, point two. Surround yourself with people who know Jesus and speak life into you. Before I even had time to process what the midwife said. My husband was in my face declaring what the word of the God was. And that was our baby was perfect. And she is perfect. She is perfect. Our little sassy, fiery ruby. Right? We need people 
We need people in our life that's going to speak life into us, speak life into our children, speak life into our family. When Stan spoke those things to me, it brought me strength. It brought me strength. I didn't get distracted. When you're in labor, you can't get distracted. All right? You can't get distracted. You have to stay focused with what you're trying to accomplish. Right? And I I really feel like, um, hold on one second, that we, we need to understand that relationships are important and we need to have people in our lives that are fighting for us and fighting with us right I have Stan I have some amazing friends who encourage me who strengthen me and I love them so much right Um, and if you don't have that in your life I just want to point you to our connect ministry we have an amazing connect ministry Abby wave your hand I know you're here Abby right here is our Connect director. Are there any um, Connect leaders in the house tonight? Can I get you to wave your hands? We have a whole bunch of Connect leaders tonight. Like, find these people after service and um, just just watch life, like, just become better and increase. Um, God will increase in your life in ways that you never expected because you'll be surrounding yourself with people who are going to fight with you and contend with you for what God has for you. So, Lord, I just pray right now, Lord Jesus, that every person in here, Lord God, would find their people. Lord Jesus, that they would have godly people in their life, speaking life into them, Lord Jesus, declaring God's word in their life and and pulling the gold out of them, I pray in Jesus' name. Right? Thank you, Lord. All right, point three. Listen to the Holy Spirit's leading. Right? There came a point in the birth process. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let's read John 16, 13. Um, I'm just reading a portion of it, which is, the spirit of truth has come, and he will guide you into all truth, right? So there came a point in the birthing process where Dr. Lyon, I love it, right? Um, He uh, told me to stop. He told me to stop, and I had to listen to him, right? There were some things that he needed to untangle. There's some things that he needed to take off, right? And, um, and then he said, okay, it's time to go, you know? And then I started pushing again, right? And then I received the fruit of my labor, right? I got my child. And I feel like tonight, there are some people in this room who are spiritually laboring for some things, right? We're spiritually laboring for some things in our lives. And you have to listen to the Holy Spirit's leading. I believe there's going to be times where he says, stop, stop talking, stop striving, stop, stop reaching. I just need you to wait a second, right? And while you're waiting, right, he's untangling some things. He's rearranging some things. He's moving some things. He's tearing some things down. And then when he speaks and he says, it's time to go. It's time to go. Then you listen and you step into it. And if you are able to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, you will receive the fruit of your labor. You will receive the reward of your labor. Now, listen, I know it is not easy to, like, stop. Like, in the middle of of labor where I'm trying to have a baby, it is not easy to just stop the process, right? And I know, like, when we're trying, you know, we're, we're praying for our babies, right? And, or we're waiting for this job, right? Or we want to defend ourselves in this situation, right? Like, whatever your situation might be, I mean, it might not even be bad. We might have received, like, a good thing, right? But we don't know if it's the Lord or not. And we need to stop, and we need to hear the voice of the Lord and follow his leading. 
And if, we're, if we have the courage and the, and the trust in God and the patience to do so, you know, again, we will receive the, the fruit of our labor. All right. Now, I, I want to pray for people again. If you are in the process of believing for something, if you're in the process of, of striving for something, right, um, I just want you to raise your hand because I want to pray for you tonight. I want to pray for you tonight. Lord God, I thank you for every hand raised in this room, Lord Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I ask you, I already know you're here and you're already resting on them right now, Lord God, but Lord, I just speak it. I speak it forth. I thank you for resting on them. I thank you for speaking to them. I thank you for stirring the gifts that you have set in them, Lord Jesus. And God, I just call forth the fruit of their labor right now in Jesus' name, Lord God. And I speak to the enemy and I tell him to get his hands off in Jesus' name. Remove yourself in Jesus' name. You will not still, you will not kill. You will not destroy anything that the Lord has for these individuals. And I thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. And that is what I have for you tonight. All right. Now I have the privilege. You all are, this is a rare gem, a rare moment. And I just like you guys lean in and get ready for mercy making. Happy Wednesday night, everyone. It's, it's so beautiful that tonight the Holy Spirit is aligning exactly what he wants to say, hearing your message and then what I'm about to share. So yeah, I just wanna thank Pastor Michael and Lisa for giving me this opportunity. And like you said, um, it's been quite a journey from the days I've walked through the doors of this church. So thank you guys. We love you and your family so much. Um, and then David, I love you. Who would have knew that two crazy teenagers would be doing what we do now? God knew. God definitely knew. And Leanna, it's a dream being your mama. I wouldn't be able to share tonight if it wasn't for you. So I love you. So tonight, um, you know, they say there's power in your testimony. And so tonight I want to share a recent, very, very recent testimony that we're actually walking through in this season. And so, yeah, um, I don't know if you guys know, but today is actually a special day. It's Mexican Mother's Day. <laughs> so happy Mexican Mother's Day to all the mamas. So for those that don't know, um, my husband David and I for the last six years have been believing for our miracle baby. And um, we have one daughter, Leanna, she's 10, and we are currently walking in our miracle season right now. So, <laughs> so I am ha almost halfway through my pregnancy, almost halfway, I'm almost halfway there. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and during those six years that we've been believing, um, many of you have been part of that journey. Many of our church family and friends, many of you have prayed for us. You've um, gave us words. You've had visions, dreams. You've believed with us and for us when it was hard for us to believe for ourselves. And so thank you guys. So um, I want to share actually like the beginning of when when I actually got pregnant, when I found out I got pregnant. And so it was the night after, or the morning after Cherish Night, the most recent Cherish Night we had. 
and um, Cherish Night was wrapping up, and my friend Sierra, she's usually back in the bubs, but she's here tonight, she um, came up to me, and she's like, hey, I just had this dream about you last night. Um, we were passing each other in our cars, and you had a baby in your back seat. And I was like, wow, like, that's cool. So, you know, I took it, and I received it. But during the six year years, I've received many words like that. And so what I'd done is I kind of built like this treasure box in my heart where I would put all those words in that treasure box and then just keep them deep in my heart. And when I would feel discouraged or maybe like lacking faith, I would pull those words out of that treasure box as a reminder of what God had showed me. And so that's what I did that night when Sierra had gave me that word. I was like, perfect. I love it. I'm going to put it in that treasure box. But, you know, something was different about it. I went home. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I ended up digging in that treasure box, pulling it out. And the next morning, I actually found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> but, you know, I have to be real with you that because of the journey we've walked through in believing for a baby, the very early stages of my pregnancy, um, I struggled. Like, the struggle was real. And fear was constantly knocking at my door. Um, I called that season, which was my first trimester, I called that the daily surrender. So I would literally wake up, and every day I had to surrender my unbelief, the doubt, um, any words that were trying to creep in. I just, any residue of fear or unbelief, and I had to surrender that daily. Like, it was daily surrender to God, just giving him it all to get through each day. And so fear is actually something that I've overcome. Um, thankfully, because I've been in this house, I've overcome that fear. And, you know, I was starting to experience some uncomfortable symptoms during the time of my early pregnancy, and I was struggling a bit. And it was a Sunday night, and I decided, you know, um, I made the decision out of fear that I just wanted to run to the ER. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the ER. They're going to check me out. I'm going to get confirmation on whatever is going on, and that will be that. And so my husband, he was supportive. I don't think he agreed with me at all. He has, like, super strong faith, and I was struggling. But he's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, you know, we'll go, and we'll, we'll get checked out. And so, you know, we gathered our things, we prepared to take Liana um, to her grandparents' house, and as we were leaving, David pulled the car around, we were getting ready, we were walking out, Liana stops me, and, you know, at this time, she has no idea I'm pregnant, like, we're in the very early stages, she has no idea, and she's like, Mom, God just gave me this vision. And I'm like, oh, really, like, what, like, what is it, what was it about? And She's like, you know, we were, we were in our kitchen, we were cooking dinner, me and you, and there was a baby boy sitting in a high chair, and he was eating. And I just like bawled, broke down, bawled my eyes out, and she's like just staring at me like, are you okay? <laughs> and then I get in the car and I'm like crying, I can't talk, and you know, David's like, what just happened, you know? And if you're a dad of a daughter, you know that things between a mother and daughter can go from zero to 100 real quick. So he's like, what just happened? And I, you know, I told him about it. And so 
You know, it, you know, I want to go back to actually the one scripture that I wanted to share with you guys. And it was, it's the, the book of Luke 5, 5. And it's, it's when Simon has been fishing all night and caught nothing. And Jesus tells him to let down his nets again. And he's like, I already did. But he says like this one thing. And it just hits me so differently. He says, nevertheless, at your word... I will let down the net. And those five words just hit me every time. At your word, I will. So at that time when Leanna had given me that vision um, on her way to the ER, I made the decision and I was like, you know what? At your word that you've given my daughter, I will believe it and we will not go to the ER. Like we're gonna stand on the word that you gave our 10-year-old daughter that... This baby is coming. This baby is healthy, and everything is going to be okay. And so, um, you know, there's just knowing the power in God's word. You know, by his word, the earth was formed. At his word, Noah built the ark. And at his word, Lazarus came forth. And then there's so many more stories, if you read in the Bible, of those same examples. And then I'm sure, like, you even have... um, your own testimonies through that. And so tonight I want to encourage, you know, anyone here that is facing anything, anything similar in this situation, maybe you are believing for your miracle baby. Maybe your current circumstance isn't lining up with what God spoke to you. Maybe the vision that you felt that God told you, maybe everything's just not lining up. Um, Maybe fear's trying to creep in, or maybe doubt, or maybe you're just in a really long season of waiting for that thing that you're believing for. Um, Whatever that is, I just want you to just think about that. And I really, truly believe that tonight God's going to speak to you, and he's going to give you a word on that situation. So fast forward, um, we're about two months in, and, you know, by this time, we saw the baby, and all was going well, but then it was the day of Hero, actually. Hero was going to start, and um, the morning of, I let David and Leanna sleep in, because Hero, you know, you get really tired and late nights, and so I went to this appointment that I had, and during that appointment, I had an ultrasound, and the doctor came in, and she didn't have good news. Um, she told me that they seen something abnormal on the ultrasound, and she just started talking all kinds of craziness and giving me all these bad words, um, this diagnosis that she gave me, and it was just really confusing because it didn't line up with what God had showed us. And so I was just so confused, and I remember walking out of that doctor's office like, eyes blurry, tears, you know, just going. And as soon as I walked out those doors, um, it was like the Holy Spirit just came over me and I immediately started canceling every single negative word that she spoke over my baby and over my womb. And, you know, I just started declaring health and healing and declaring those promises, um, those words that so many of you had given us. And um, yeah, so I just started doing that immediately. And it was around this time that Leanna actually came to me again with another vision. And this is not something that Leanna does often. I think that was probably one of the first times she's ever 
given me, like, I've seen this vision and being very specific about it. So around this time, she told me that she's seen another vision, and she was in a big yard, and she was in a big yard with a tree, and there was this swing, and her and her brother were playing tag, and he was running. She said he was about six or seven years old. And so, you know, I was like, wow, that's cool. But when you're going through something hard, sometimes it's hard to, like, receive it. You're like, cool, yeah, like, that's beautiful, and it's just really, really hard. But one day when I was feeling, like, really discouraged, um, and I was thinking of this diagnosis, I even started Googling this diagnosis, like, I shouldn't have done that. But I just, you know, the doctor's words were, like, replaying in my mind over and over again, and... I just had enough of it. I was like, I've had enough of this. Like, I can't do this. And so I started to pray, and I started crying out to God. And then I just remember shouting as I was praying. Like, Leanna saw him. He was running. Like, he's going to be okay. She's seen him. He's, he was running. Like, he's going to be healthy. And so that was another time for me to have faith and to stand on the word that God had given me through my daughter and I had a choice, um, and I said, at your word, my boy will run, and I will see it. So I had an appointment to go back to in about four weeks, and those four weeks were really, really long. You know, we've been waiting six years for a miracle, but those four weeks seemed even longer, to be honest with you. And, you know, we entered our second trimester during that time, and we really wanted to announce the pregnancy, and we wanted to have a gender reveal, and we wanted to celebrate. But then things kept, like, whispering in my mind, like, well, what if, you know, what if this happens, or what if that happens? Like, are you sure you want to announce it? Of course, the enemy. And then again, you know, it was time to say, at your word, what he has showed me will come to pass. At your word, I will announce this miracle. At your word, I will celebrate all that you have done. And it, was, and it was my way to like kick it to the devil. Like you will not steal this season from me and I am going to celebrate through this season and you will not win because God has already shown us what's to come. So we announced, you know, our miracle to the world and we had the gender reveal all our friends were there, and it was so powerful to see the reaction from our friends. I'm probably going to post tonight, but um, it wasn't about celebrating, you know, it was a, it's a boy, so we're having a baby boy. <laughs> but it wasn't about like, oh, yes, it's team boy, it's a boy, we're happy. To see the celebration on so many of our friends' faces was because that was confirmation of what God had showed them. And it was a beautiful thing to see how much they were celebrating. It was like... It was like their, um, it's like their testimony as well. Like they've heard from God, they've seen from God. So, you know, two important truths that I've learned as a mama and as a wife um, is your community matters. And Elena even said it, like it matters. And, you, you know, I'm so glad that I'm a part of this church that hears from God, that knows truth, and that will be obedient to speak God's word when they hear or see something. And number two is kids church matters. You know, and thank God that we have an amazing kids' church that will teach our kids to hear from God, to see from God. Because of my daughter speaking to me on what God showed her, that was the word I stood on, and I'm still standing on in faith on this journey. 
So last week, we went to our appointment, and I'm happy to share with you guys, it, God lined it up so perfectly that what they saw last time was not there this time. <laughs> and everything looked good. The no more, no, like they were trying to find something and they really just couldn't. They really were trying and they couldn't, you know, and you know, we walked out of there. I walked out of there confused the first time, but when we walked out of there, they were confused and I wasn't. <laughs> so I want to ask you all tonight, like, what it is, it, what is it for you? What is that one thing you've been believing for? The thing you've been waiting for, maybe it's a baby, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's a financial breakthrough, that miracle that seems impossible. And I just want to stand here tonight as you make the decision to stand on what his word says and what he has shown you. So maybe you have a treasure box like I do, and maybe you need to pull it out. Or maybe it's in the lost files and you have to dig in there. Maybe you got a word years ago and you've forgotten. Well, I really trust that tonight God is going to speak to you. And maybe you haven't heard from God if you're new or, you know, it's your first time here and you want to believe from God. Well, I believe that tonight is the night that God is going to just give you something to, to hold close to your heart. And he's going to create in you your own treasure box to start feeling. And I want to pray for you guys um, before I finish up. And I just want to let you know that he is faithful and his promises are yes and amen. Thank you, Jesus, for every single person here, God. I thank you that right now you are even speaking to their heart. You are bringing back things that you've spoken to them long ago. And you are just reigniting that fresh in their heart, God. I thank you that they will find hope in this place, in this house, God, and they will, you know, surround themselves with all of this community, God. And I thank you that you will give, you will send people to speak to them and to stand with them and to believe for them when they can't even believe for themselves, God. God, I thank you for what you're doing tonight, and I thank you for the dreams and the visions that people will receive tonight and throughout this week, and I thank you for the blessings and the miracles that are to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed, enjoyed that as I did. I did. Hey, listen, listen, more information about our church, go to www.eakinchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Ready? Download our app. It is amazing, amazing, chock full, full of incredible messages, information, information coming and comes, and you can, and you can even see our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative, but it's life-bound.